The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Let's get to our guest. Shailas Jha is with us, chief economist, also head of market research at RHB Banking Group on the line from Kuala Lumpur. Silas, always pleasure to have you on the program. I think we're looking at a terminal rate now, at least if you take a look at what the market is expecting, something closer to 5%. And I'm wondering whether or not you think that at a 5% rate on Fed funds, whether we're looking at a great deal more economic weakness. Um, so uh, good morning, Doug, and thanks for having me. Um, our view is that the you know, the uh, so-called peak rate is uh, 4.5 to 4.75 percent uh, happens in the early part of uh, next year, and you correctly mentioned you know around 4.85 percent is what the market is looking at. So f- from our assessment, Doug, um, you know we think that that's not a um, let's say going to be uh, particularly that uh, disastrous for the. Uh, U.S. Uh, economy, whether it's 4.8 percent or 5 percent, is really material, because our view is that the leads and lags of monetary policy in the U.S. context are far shorter than what many policymakers and uh, analysts uh, expect. You know that typical 12 to 18 months lead lag um, uh, structure. Uh, we think it's like three to six months, and what we think is that basically, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, in terms of the uh, economy and financial markets digesting the path of the Fed, a lot of it is already in there, you know. And so what we think is that the uh, U.S. economy would have digested all the expectations related to the Fed by the first quarter mm-hmm. of next year. And then we think that the recovery or at least stabilization of growth happens by summer of next year. And we're looking at, a tra- you know, growth, uh, uh, average growth this year, uh, year on year at 2.2% and then next mm. year at uh, at 2%, right? So okay, so like Silesh, if you're track. seeing a rally there or recovery in the overall economy, what does it mean for assets, particularly as we're looking at potentially a blowout set of results from some of the tech heavyweights? Does that spark an everything rally? Yeah, absolutely. So I just want to uh, add on to my last comment that I just made. You know, if we were going to go into a recession that it was going to be imminent in the United States, we would see it here in Asia because Asia is a factory of the world. Okay. So what this would, from our perspective, is that from the, because the U.S. markets are going to, in equities are going to lead us out of, um, you know, this uh, so-called uh, a bear market that people have been uh, talking about. And so what we think is uh, by, you know, uh, like there will be the so-called Santa Claus rally uh, in the U.S. in December and uh, extend into the early part uh, of, uh, of, uh, of next year. So risk, risk uh, appetite uh, should start uh, improving, um, uh, you know, after U.S. Thanksgiving is our core view. So, Brian, they're talking as we're continuing to be on this intervention watch for dollar yen, getting towards 150 and uh, bracing here for more volatility too. Why short dollar yen? 
Um, so the, I think the idea is there's a magical the psychological level in markets of 150, and that seems to be the mindset of BOJ as well. So at some point of time, as they intervened, you know, a few weeks ago uh, to stabilize a dollar yen, uh, more likely than not in the near term from a purely uh, tactical uh, pers- uh, perspective, we could go back, um, you know, to dollar yen in this uh, fourth quarter of the year to 144 to 146 uh, level. It's a pure tactical uh, policy intervention idea. Yeah, it's really a dollar strength story, I think, more than anything else, at least at the moment. We talked about a terminal rate, maybe close to 5% sometime next year. Give me your sense of where China is in all of this in terms of the global recovery. We've uh, not been able to get the third quarter GDP number or uh, the monthly reads on industrial production and retail sales. So visibility is absent at this moment. How do you uh, make sense of the strength of China's economy right now? So that's, you, you really hit the nail on the head, Doug. You know, there's such limited visibility uh, in China, whether it's related to the economy or or markets. So it's a very risky place to uh, invest in. And so our core investment view is to sell Chinese equities on a rally and long dollar CNH. On the economy, uh, we have a little bit of visibility, maybe a little bit more than others, uh, because we have satellite images by sector uh, in China. And essentially, Chinese economy is pretty uh, pretty weak. Uh, we think basically this year China has, uh, prints 3% GDP growth, 4% next year. But the whole idea here uh, I want to mention to your viewers is that hope you know, is smoke, that China will recover. It has to be invested in in terms of risky assets. It's just uh, a little bit too far-fetched given that they're on a structural slowdown, a cyclical slowdown, and clearly the geopolitics of Western alliance, uh, China reigning, uh, China's economy, its, uh, you know, uh, capabilities on uh, in terms of expansionary policy, all of these geopolitical risk and economic market risk um, are, you know, uh, it's hard to digest, too risky for us to invest in. So we have, you know, dollar CNH at a 7.2 to 7.3 by the first half of next year. It's not looking good. Yeah, not looking good for stocks in Hong Kong too, just getting a red headline on the Bloomberg that the Hang Seng Index is expected to open lower by about 1.7% and that would be its lowest close since 2009. When you're talking about all of these uh, concerns about global growth, your remaining overweight fixed income and you're looking at Southeast Asia local currency bonds too, tell us why. Yeah, so here's the idea. Globally what will happen is that... uh, uh, Basically, rates have to stabilize. Then only does it then transcend into putting on a risk of positions in terms of risky uh, assets. And uh, as usual, uh, it will all really depend on the dynamics of the Fed and U.S. inflation, uh, which we think in terms of inflation stabilizing in, in the U.S. by year end uh, to early part of next year, at least getting early signs that the momentum uh, loss will be durable. And that in Southeast Asia, similarly, that we will be close to the end of the acceleration in inflation on month-on-month prints. So what that means is that we're thinking towards the month of December uh, to go long duration in uh, U.S. 10-year treasuries. Uh, sorry, at duration in the U.S. bond market and treasury market, and similarly here in, uh, in, in Southeast Asia. So much of uh, what Asia uses that it can't supply for itself is uh, energy. And we've seen elevated crude oil prices right now. Very quickly, Silish, do you think we're near the end of, of uh, this move up in oil? I, 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 so 
so here, it's a, so oil is a geopolitical asset right now, as you can appreciate. What our core view is, and it's coming true, actually, we put out our quarterly about two weeks ago now, uh, is that the U.S. Uh, will continue to release strategic petroleum reserves and, more likely than not, uh, give subsidies to the shale oil producers uh, to mm. uh, bring online uh, the production. So we're short uh, Brent oil. All right, Salish Jha from RHB Banking Group. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.